I am sorry about this and there will undoubtedly be some of you that will roll your eyes, but I don't understand why you do. I don't understand how people are still being so blasé about the multiple and continued failings from MIQ and the Ministry of Health. Because here we go again. We find that a border security guard has not been tested since last November, that there is no system in place to ensure frontline border workers are in fact getting their tests and their vaccinations. MIQ authorities have relied on individual employers and paper trails that were fashionable back in 1953 to ensure workers are complying. The Prime Minister has laid the blame fairly and squarely on the security guard involved, says he was lying, shades of the South Auckland KFC worker, and he may well have been. But shouldn't there be a system in place that picks that up? I would have thought so. Looking at the footage of the Select Committee hearing yesterday, uh, I was watching TV3 News, I don't know if they showed it on TV1, but it was clear the officials at the Health Select Committee hearing had absolutely no idea how many MIQ workers had not been regularly tested. They said there were inconsistencies in the testing records. The officials are still checking the data. But the blank look on the faces of the two women as they looked behind them perhaps for an advisor who could toss them a figure and obviously a shrug of the shoulders because they turned back around and like, I don't know. Well, shouldn't you? We've heard this so many times before. The Prime Minister and the Director General of Health have given us over the past year assurances that yes, we can see there's been stuff-ups, yes, we can see there have been human failures, but protocols are in place now and all is well. For over a year now, this has been complete and utter BS. I do not know how the PM can believe a single solitary utterance that comes out of the Ministry of Health or MIQ. There's an editorial in the Otago Daily Times today, and it's along much the same lines as I'm talking. Like me, the writer of the op-ed cannot believe how blasé the public is about these mistakes, the slackness, the false assurances. Maybe, the writer opines, it's because we've dodged a bullet. That somehow, despite these multiple stuff-ups, we've been able to get away with it. It does my head in. And I'm told that I'm just being mean and attacking the, the Prime Minister and that I'm jealous of the Prime Minister and all other absurdities. I'm not. I think in some respects she's done a great job. But in terms of actually managing, managing her ministries, ensuring that the ministries are performing, in terms of holding them to account when they don't, it has been a terrible failure. And we have dodged a bullet. We have been lucky. We were told that all MIQ staff were being tested at least every fortnight. Wrong. We were told that returnees were being tested on days 3 and 12. Wrong. We were told that there was sufficient PPE. Wrong. We were told we were at the front of the queue when it came to vaccinations. Wrong. We were told just recently that the dire shortage of people trained as vaccinators is what is preventing more people getting their shots. Yesterday, I received this text at a quarter to twelve. Kerry, I work for Counties DHB as a registered nurse in a role not related to vaccinations. 
I have the required certificates to give vaccinations, including COVID. I've offered my services to County's DHB as a vaccinator. My repeated attempts to offer my services have gone unanswered. And this is not the first text I've had along these lines. Trying to get information out of the DHBs and the Ministry of Health is damn near impossible with that bunker mentality. They have had two stinging reports about their performance, the Simpson Roach and the Kitteridge reports. They pretty much said the same thing. This government sat on these reports until after the election. And still it appears the Ministry of Health has learnt nothing. They've had every resource available to them. They've had more power than just about any department. They can do what they like, which seems to include making stuff up after stuff up after stuff up without being accountable. It also means that the government cannot be confident about the information it's getting from its officials, surely, which is why it is stonewalling and obfuscating and passing the buck. Look at the hijacking of the Health Select Committee yesterday. Labour MPs actively stonewalled, did a virtual rolling maul of the committee to prevent opposition MPs asking relevant and pertinent questions. These were not political questions. These were not point-scoring questions. This was actually to get information out of a department that is absolutely unwilling to give it. They took their time to go through things like we already know, like how COVID has spread. Well, OK, I think we're all sort of on board with that. We got um, a five-minute discussion of the end-to-end user experience of MIQ. Uh, it's all very interesting. Turns out you're in MIQ for 14 days. Who knew? Uh, and so, of course, that was just a delaying tactic because um, you've only got 50 minutes. Um, every every minute taken up with speaking is, is minutes that you know, can't be used for questions. And then finally we got to my, my question, and we got I got about five, maybe six, seven minutes if you're lucky, and then it was all over. Uh, and um, I moved that we come back because there's so many issues in MIQ, as people listening will know. I mean... We didn't even talk about the high-risk hotels. We didn't talk about the infection control issues. didn't talk about what happened in the Pullman uh, in February. We didn't talk about the vaccination at the hotels. We didn't talk really about saliva testing and why they're not ro- not rolling that out properly. We didn't talk about the fomite transmission and the lifts and what they're doing to stop all that sort of stuff. I mean, literally, I had I had six to seven pages of questions I wanted the officials to answer. Uh, and so uh, they had to go away. I moved that they come back uh, next week, and Labor voted it down. So I don't know when we're actually going to see the officials again and when we're going to be able to ask questions to them. Yeah, I would never clue either. And nobody seems to care. See, one of the first texts I get, do you ever get sick of being a moaning old bitch? Go and live in America, then let me know how good we have it. Can't wait till all you boomers die out in the world as ours piss off. Well, if you'd let the galloping COVIDs come in and stop being so pathetic and such a hostage to fear... It would have come in, I would have died, and Bob's your uncle, although I'm not technically a boomer. I'm sure I could have squeezed in there. I do get sick of being a moaning old bitch. I really, really do. But what? The other option is to be, oh, she's amazing, she saved us all. Oh, it doesn't matter. Does it matter that they tell us these things are in place? Does it matter that they offer assurances and that they're not real or based on false information? I cannot, so that's what I mean. It's just unbelievable that that it's my fault for being the messenger. So go and shoot the messenger. Shoot the moaning old bitch. See if I care. But I will continue to highlight the fact that this incompetence is absolutely astounding. The stonewalling and obfuscating from the government is appalling. 
I think it is just there to to prevent the world from seeing they haven't got a bloody clue. And I maintain, looking at this record over the past year, it is dumb, pure luck and the fact that we live on an island that all the moaning old boomers haven't died.